The following audio is from Maple City Baptist Church in Chatham, Ontario. For more information about Maple City, please visit us online at maplecitybaptistchurch.com. With that said, let's get into question number one. And question number one deals with Matthew chapter 27, verse 52. Matthew 27, 52. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose. Now, if you know what's going on there, you know that this is happening after the death of Jesus. Jesus has just died, and the scenario that is, that is described there is that all of a sudden, there are graves that open up, and the bodies of saints, which were dead, are now getting up and walking around. Okay, now this, it sounds kind of like a horror movie, right? I mean, it does sound a little bit terrifying, like, People are coming out of... Imagine if people were just exiting their graves at the cemetery. Imagine how we would feel about that, how that would strike us. Now, we've been subjected to that kind of things many times in Hollywood. So probably our vision of what that looks like is going to be somewhat skewed by um, the zombies that we've seen in the past. Like they're going to get up and walk like this or, you know, have a limp or whatever. Um, I don't think we should we should read and think too much about that. I don't think it's going to be the way Hollywood de- depicted. I don't think that's how it happened. But what I do know is that it seems like Matthew is very content to drop this bomb and do no explanation, right? He gives us this that it, information that seems very strange, and he doesn't make a lot, a, a huge attempt to explain what it looked like and, and how it went. And so... Um, so when we ask the question, what is happening here? Again, this is some speculation. I'm going to give you the context and then we'll um, try and figure out maybe not exactly how it happened or what happened, but why it happened. And so Matthew 27, starting at verse 50 says, Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from top to the bottom. And the earth did quake and the rocks rent. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose, and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. Now when the centurion, and they that were watching him, watching Jesus, saw the earthquake, and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. So here... In our text, and back in verse 45, if you just drop, drop, drop back to verse 45, it says, Now from the sixth hour there was darkness all over the land unto the ninth hour. So these events are supernatural events occurring. Okay? They're events that don't occur on a regular basis. They're events that cannot occur according to nature. Okay? And now there can be earthquakes, but the, the timing of the earthquake happening exactly in that location is, is a miracle, it's supernatural. And the darkness in the middle of the daytime is a, is a supernatural miracle. Um, dead people arising and walking about is a supernatural miracle. So these things are, um, usually when miracles happen in the New Testament, they're not just happening only for a physical purpose. Usually there's a spiritual reason behind the miracles. There's a purpose. So Jesus heals people, but he doesn't just heal people so that that person will be healed physically. He heals them to show his power of spiritual healing. 
He raises people to the dead to show his ability to raise people from the dead spiritually and his power over death. He walks on water to show his power over nature, not just so that he could, because he didn't have a boat. Like, that would be a silly reason. I just didn't have a boat, so I decided to walk on water. No, it's way deeper than that. And so here, when we see these supernatural miracles, we must understand that there is a purpose to them. That somehow they're illustrating a spiritual truth. And so when we see the darkness across the land, I think that would symbolize for us this wrath of God that's being poured out from God on his son as darkness just envelops the land. We see the veil of the temple rent. And that that signifies, now we're not actually 100% sure whether that was the veil of the temple that would be direct access to God into the Holy of Holies, or whether that was the, the veil that separated the Jews and the Gentile courts. It was likely the one that separated from the Holy of Holies, but it doesn't explicitly say that. But you see that in both cases, there would be a, a dramatic spiritual truth that was signified. If it's the access to God in the Holy of Holies, that's the place that only one priest can go once a year to offer sacrifices for the sins of the people. Well, now that's opened up. Now everybody can see in and go in it. And it's, it's not this, this hidden, impossible thing now. Now that Christ, the Lamb of God, has died as a high priest has offered his death once for all, then people now have access to the throne directly. It's an incredible spiritual truth that's being illustrated. And if it, if it is the veil between the Jew, Jewish court and the Gentile court, well, then that could, could be signifying the fact that now Christ has come and made all people one, that there's neither Jew nor Greek, bond nor free, male nor female, but we're all one in Christ Jesus. And so in both cases, just wonderful spiritual truth illustrated. The miracle of the bodies being raised from the dead, I think it's just illustrating that because of Christ's death and his coming resurrection, that saints will, who have died, will rise again. I think it's just an illustration of truth that is there. It's a, it's a physical happening that's illustrating this incredible spiritual truth. And so what did it look like? I don't know. I don't know exactly what it looked like. You know, I, I have a hunch that they went into the city for a while and that eventually they, they were gone. I don't think they lived an entire life and then died again. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't tell us that. But what I do know is that this was an illustration of an incredible spiritual truth that Christ has conquered the grave and that those who are dead don't need to stay dead. And so it's a wonderful spiritual truth that was accomplished at the cross.